The Velvet Hammer, an inside look at trial lawyer life with Karen Kohler. Real life stories about fighting the good fight. It's that time of year, that beautiful time of year when the trees have lost their leaves and the spiders are out in full swing. There's a movie about the Adams family that's hit the theaters and scary movies have taken over Cinerama. Haunted houses are everywhere. <clears throat> yes, it's that time of year again. For the working mother, this time can be both wonderful and challenging. The story that I'm going to tell, I wrote um, following an incident involving my middle child, Alicia. So I have three girls. Christina was born in 1989. 16 months later came Alicia, and two years later came Noel. So fairly close together in age and completely different in temperament. Here's a story, and it's simply called The Toad, A Halloween Story. No matter how hard I tried to sweet-talk her out of it, Alicia wanted to be a toad. What about a witch? I said, no. Simba the Lion King? No. Area the Little Mermaid? No. A ghost? No, no, no. But honey, toads are gross. Don't care. I want to be a toad. What about a frog? They're cuter. Plus, we might be able to find something at the customer store. No, a toad. In fairness to Alicia, I always taught my children to stay on point when arguing with anybody, including their parents. Christina and Noel had their costumes already picked out. But as October 31 approached, I began to get that sinking, anxious feeling that procrastinators get. Every day, Alicia stayed on her message. Did you find my toad outfit yet? Necessity is a mother of inventions. Accordingly, the day before Halloween, inspiration hit. I can make a toad costume by mutating Christina's outfit from the year before. She had been a caterpillar. Seriously, right? I mean, these kids had high expectations. I had gotten some Kelly Green polyester, sewed it into a body bag, and glued black fuzzy round patches on it. The mask helmet went over Christina's entire head with a hole cut out for her face. A couple more black fuzzy spots were strategically placed, and, well, here's where I messed up. Couldn't quite manage the antenna. They wouldn't stand up straight. Plus, the black fuzzy fabric was a bit hard to sew, so the antenna ended up looking like a skinny, droopy, droopy basset hound ears. She was a caterpillar puppy, but cute. This was the outfit destined to become Alicia's toad. Halloween fell on a work day, but I wasn't panicked. I arrived home with a plan. Christina and Noel were getting dressed up. Alicia confronted me, chin slightly quivering. Mom, you promised. It's going to be great, Alicia, I said. Go have Christina make your face look like a toad. It should be greenish brown and ugly. Alicia looked at me suspiciously, but went off to the face paint room. We lived on the Sammamish Plateau. It was a Halloween hotspot. Families would come from all over the county in order to trick-or-treat in our neighborhood. There were not only the typical jack-o'-lanterns, spiders, and cobwebs, graves, ghosts, and other scary decorations, 
but haunted houses that you could walk through. Some people handed out giant-sized candy bars. Darkness was falling, and I needed to hurry. The caterpillar, soon-to-be toad suit, was long and straight. Toads, as I recalled, were squat and bumpy. Swept up in a creative frenzy, I began wadding up newspapers, then stuffed them into several black garbage bags. The girls emerged from the makeup room. Christina had decorated Alicia's face, blotchy toad green with black warts. Alicia looked at the bright lime green spotted fabric tube and said, it doesn't look like a toad outfit. Her bottom lip jutted out. It's going to be perfect, I smiled with great certainty. Here, get in. She stepped inside the green fuzzy spotted thing and it puddled around her feet. Christina and Noel were watching in fascination, waiting for that miraculous transformation that was about to occur, confident that their genius mother would work her magic. Now I'm going to make you puffy like a toad, I said, and began to stuff the lumpy newspaper filled bags into the outfit. This isn't working, Alicia worried. No problem, I said. We just need to make it puffier. Here, lie down so I can stuff it in better. Christina and Noel offered to help, but I had it covered, all under control. Alicia was flying flat out on the kitchen floor. I was jamming the puffy bags into her outfit until there was no more room left. I can still picture this in my mind. The fabric was as tightly packed as it could be. She couldn't stand up, so I had to lift her up until she was standing upright. I walked backwards and took a look at my handiwork, and before I could suppress it, a bubble of laughter escaped. I tried to keep a pleased, yay, mom, made you into a toad looking at face, but the kafas kept coming. They had a mind of their own. Christina and Noel started howling. Can you walk, I asked between snorts and giggles. She couldn't. She couldn't move at all. She was so completely packed that if I had tipped her over, she would have bounced right back up, like one of those plastic punching bag pop-up toys. Alicia couldn't see what she looked like, but suspected it wasn't like a toad. She was becoming upset. She tried to walk, but all she could manage was a teeny waddle. Her eyes started to well up, then overflow. Oh, what a terrible mom I was to make my child cry on Halloween. I kissed and hugged her and somehow managed to keep her from completely degenerating into total tears. Christina and Noel joined the effort of positive thinking. Oh, Alicia, you look scary. It's going to work. You look, <laughs> they couldn't help it, like a monster. Eventually, Alicia chose to suspend her disbelief. We ended up taking the stuffing out of the green, black, spotty, fuzzy outfit, turned Alicia into a Halloween creature thing instead, whatever that was. I armed them with flashlights, gave them their candy sacks, and Raggedy Ann, Zelda the Witch, and the creature thing went out into the Halloween night. The end. Yep. That was my story about Halloween. I literally can never think about that story or see that picture of Alicia without literally losing my stuff. Let's talk a little bit about how that even came to pass. Okay, first, as I told you, I told my children to always stand up for themselves and stay on the message. They do that to this very day. Uh, but the whole mom thing, Okay. At that time, I was divorced. Um, I also was never that great with makeup. 
Uh, still am not. Don't put much on. Uh, there was an exception during the z disco years when I had this palette filled with like 30 different colors um, and could put, because I had such big eyes and, and a lot of space between my eyebrows and my eyes, I could literally fit six colors in there and not look terrible. Uh, anyway, with respect to my children, I actually knew how to sew with a sewing machine. I had two. I had a serger sewing machine and a regular sewing machine. Um, I learned how to sew in, I want to say the eighth grade. And this is no lie. I learned to sew because my mom would only buy us hideous polyester and nothing that was decent. And also she would tell me that my body was just the wrong size for anything to fit. And, um, uh, I just hated going to Kmart to the blue light specials and watching her fight off women for 99 cent polyester jeans. So I learned how to sew early on and uh, sewed my way through my wardrobe through high school. I would buy stuff uh, ready-made and tailor it, or I would make stuff up uh, out of uh, from the fabric store, one of which was Hancock Fabrics, which was down at like First Park Shopping Mall uh, from my house. One year I was so creative that I bought this bright blue corduroy, thin corduroy, and was able to make a matching suit for everyone in my entire uh, sibling family. I, I don't know if they love me for that or detested me for that. Um, but when the kids were little, I would go stir crazy because I worked part time and then I was with them part time and I am always a busy person. So I sewed everything. I sewed all their kids clothes. I sewed household items and I most certainly sewed their Halloween outfits. But this whole toad thing, I don't know where that came from with Alicia. It was just like, how are you going to do a toad? Uh, and I would be working, uh, you know, three days a week. And, and as it would have it, that week I was uh, working instead of getting her toad outfit ready, waited to the last minute. There was nothing that I could buy in a store. I wanted to be a good mom. I didn't want to be a bad mom, a bad working mom. You know, working moms try extra hard because otherwise we're going to feel like we're bad moms. And I just wanted her to be happy. Instead, she ended up, I don't, and, and then, okay, where did I come up with, okay, we're going to make the caterpillar suit fat and puffy by stuffing it with newspapers stuffed in plastic bags. Uh, it, it just defies imagination, right? But there's this thing about, I think, being a, a lawyer where when you say things, you say it with conviction and you, and you almost like convince yourself like, oh, this is going to work. No problem. And people really believe you until they're lying on the floor, stuffed full in a caterpillar, <laughs> caterpillar suit with newspaper stuffed plastic bags unable literally to move until their mom picks them up off the ground. That should have been a clue. Anyway, I hope everybody has a wonderful Halloween. I wish that we still live in a society where the neighborhoods were full, full of little ghostly ghouls roaming around with uh, candy bags and pillow sacks waiting to get a full heavy load of loot. I wish that was still here. Uh, but my kids were very, very fortunate to have those memories. I wish you all a very happy memory, 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 happy, happy Halloween. Over and out.